Hello, Internet. This is Ewan Spence, and here's the Insight Calling. As many would say, we have a valid result, or at least a valid entry list, for Junior Eurovision. Coming up on the show, everyone who's going to Junior, a super final for the United Kingdom, and some old favourites return. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Welcome to the end of the week. We've all made it. Yay! So let's catch up on the news from the world of the Eurovision Song Contest and Junior Eurovision for myself, Ewan Spence, and the team at ESC Insight. And of course, you can listen to the podcast again and find out everything else that we talk about, discuss, write, and chat about www.escinsight.com. And you can support the podcast and our work over at Patreon, patreon.com slash escinsight. Right then, um, we still don't have dates for the main contest in May. We still don't have a whole city, but we are getting closer and closer to that location. And presumably when we have the location, we'll know what concerts need to be shifted around. So we'll have a date there. Yes, the shortlist of the seven cities in the United Kingdom bidding to host the Eurovision Song Contest that'll take place at some point, presumably in May 2023, has been cut down like a perfectly formed national final to just two cities. Into the superfinal step, Liverpool and Glasgow. It's fair to say that these two cities will meet every requirement for hosting. Now it comes down to who has the more attractive add-ons to the bid, who has different ideas, how much money the councils are willing to put up. No fixed date yet on the announcement of the actual winner beyond in the next few weeks, but obviously we will keep an eye on that. Uh, our Patreon supporters have access to a chat over coffee about this between Ben Roberts and myself. You can find more of that at our Patreon website. See the URL earlier on in the show. Uh, but there's bigger news in Junior Eurovision as well. With the countries now locked in, we have our 16 that will be taking part and the tagline and branding has been revealed. First up, the confirmed entry list, which stands at 16. It's a touchdown on the previous years, although the lack of Russia, Belarus and Azerbaijan will come as absolutely no surprise to anybody in the community. The 16 we have are Albania, Armenia, France and Georgia, Ireland, Italy, Kazakhstan and Malta, the Netherlands, North Macedonia, Poland, Portugal, Serbia, Spain, Ukraine and a welcome back to the United Kingdom and also a first time welcome to the BBC. We also have the theme and tagline with Spin the Magic covering the show and a traditional design of an Armenian spinning top as the logo, although it is tinged with neon, so we get a mix of the old, the traditional and the new and everything that's wonderfully stylish. Uh, finally, we do have some names, so let's just uh, run through where we are in terms of songs and songs and artist combinations. First up, uh, where we know the artist's name, but not yet the song. So that's uh, Georgia with Marian Bivava, uh, Kazakhstan with David Shalin, North Macedonia with the duo of Lara and Irina, and Portugal's Nicolas Alves. We also have three full entries that are out there that have been selected through national finals. The Netherlands uh, will be sending Luna, who's going to be singing the song La Festa. Poland has selected Laura Bagkiewicz with To The Moon. And Ukraine has going to be sending Zlata Zyanka with Nezlamna. <laughs> Over for Eurovision uh, 2023, we've got two countries that we can add into the mix. It takes us up to 34. Azerbaijan and Croatia have now both publicly declared. Still not a full list. Still no need to publicly declare yourselves. We will get an official entry list 
pretty soon, I would think. At some point during October feels likely, but it may go into November. Uh, but anyway, we are at 34 on that one. We still only have the single artist name there. It's Noel Carell who'll be singing for Israel. No songs as yet. Okay, a little bit of country news as well. Let's start with Belgium, broadcaster VRT. It's their turn because the two public broadcasters take turn. But they are bringing back their Eurosong selection show. Uh, but the previously intimated open call for songs isn't happening because the decision to go for that televised show has been taken so late relatively um there's no time in the production process to have an open call for songs so vrt is going to internally select the songs that will appear in the national final through a and representations in their own leads and uh will they'll take that from there uh croatia as we said earlier there has confirmed its appearance at the song contest they've also posted up the application process for songs looking to take part in dora which is their singing contest used as the national final uh, that detail is on the website there the official one and applications close on the 20th of november are the next broadcaster rte has confirmed that our old favorite the late late shows Eurozone special will once again act as the national final for ireland's song for europe uh, so that's going to be on a friday night probably at some point in february the website has also opened up the official entry form uh, submissions close on that on october the 28th that uh, process also notes that RTE can also bring in any actor song that it deems suitable without having applied through the form in the first place. And for those of you who are applying, RTE also note that this is probably not an opportunity for beginners or people with limited or no experience of performing in public to large crowds. You don't say. Down in Italy now, an area Sanremo has opened. This is a talent contest for young singers based around the area of Sanremo. Uh, four slots are available to appear in the Sanremo Giovanni contest, which we presume again will be taking place in December. Those performers that will have their songs judged by REI's Music Commission, four will be selected to go into Giovanni. Giovanni will have some slots available for Sanremo. Uh, one, two... It, it, that's a little bit up in the air and of course if you're in San Remo and you win you're going to go to the Eurovision Song Contest and even if you don't anyone who's going to get through to any of these televised runs is going to be picked up and noticed by the Italian music industry it's the first step on what could be a very very successful ladder uh, Latvia, confirmation on the closing date there for Supernova those of you who are looking to apply for that just remind you that it's December the 1st you still have a bit of time to sort that out and the United Kingdom, where, of course, the BBC is still working on the host city. But uh, an honest answer on how we would never give up commentating on the Eurovision Song Contest from Graham Norton has been read by many in the community as Norton is not going to be hosting Eurovision 2023. Given he's, like, the, the number one name on the runway and one of the biggest names for Saturday Night Entertainment, this, of course, um, raises some eyebrow. And, you know, there's no word yet on who will be picked. But I don't read this as Graham Norton ruling himself out of hosting. He's just saying he's always going to be commentating. And we have to remember that back in when the BBC was hosting the contest, there were the last time in the 90s, they built a separate commentary booth right next to the stage so Terry Walken could commentate and host at the same time. So, some wonderful headlines in newspapers and the mainstream media, but let's just wait and see what the story actually ends up being. Uh, that, that, uh, finally, here's Sweden. Um, 
this is where we do have host news uh, because we have the two leads from Melody Festivalen. Uh, first up is Jester Rondell, Sweden's answer to Trevor Noah, essentially. Uh, joining him is Dave, well, returning from hosting 2022 and going back again with the experienced hat on, Farah Abadi will be taking us through the six-week selection show and shepherding Jesper through the hosting process as well. And yeah, Trevor Noah, we're going to miss you. Okay, there we go there, catching everybody up. Uh, one of the things that's been missing over the summer months has been the annual, oh, Steps should do Eurovision for the UK. That would be perfect. So we ran a Steps interview last week in an archive, but also that looked at Eurobeat, the musical, which brought the Eurovision experience into theatres at the Edinburgh Festival Fringe and then around the world. Uh, what else? Uh, don't forget that BFI's Eurovision Day is happening uh, later on in October on the 22nd. Tickets still available there from the BFI box office. And yeah, everything is ticking over. Momentum is building and we'll keep you up to date with everything that happens on the Insight News podcast as we go through the season as Junior Eurovision approaches in December and we get closer and closer to knowing where we're going to be going in May. But for now, stay safe, say hi to all your friends, check in with them, and I'll catch you next week. Ta-ra for now. Guitars, please. This ESC Insight News podcast was hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan Spence and the team at ESC Insight. Find out more at www.escinsight.com and support us at patreon.com slash ESC Insight.